Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast, uh, where uh, each week we read Chapter 45, The Virtue of Little Pip. Um, uh, welcome to our, uh, uh, what is it, 100 and something? 120th uh, reading of this one chapter uh, from this one uh, small pastel horse fanfic. I am your co-host, uh, Sir Weirdington Esquire. Uh, joining me as always is Fi. Hello, that is me. <laughs> Your host, everybody. Yay. Um. Uh, uh, so, so welcome to the the grand finale. Uh, yeah. uh, we've we've come so far. Um, and fought so hard, and in the end, did it even really matter? I think so. Yes. Yes, it did. I can confirm. As senior uh, fan fictionalist, <laughs> uh, I can confirm that yes, all of this did matter. Um, um so yeah, let, let's crack in today's reading of uh, uh, chapter forty-five. I'm, if I'm we remember with that, mm -hmm. if we if we remember from last week, Little Pip exploded and died. Oh right, uh, that that the uh, last week was the one week where we uh, talked about chapter forty-four. Uh, within this new KFAP. Um, so anyway, uh, okay, I, I'm actually the the, I, the joke is already boring. So uh, a little Pip uh, burst into flames, um, uh, taunted a dragon into into setting her on fire. Um, uh, Calamity was was uh, diligently um, shooting his way uh, uh, through the building. Uh, before telling his father off and and carrying off some some of the the best loot uh, available <laughs> in the entire setting, uh, and and Velvet had uh, uh, peaceably subdued uh, an entire control room uh, with the help of her enormous uh, monster friends. Um. Uh, so we we open up with with another. Um, Pip waxing philosophic. This one takes an awful long length of uh, of of the chapter, yeah. um, but it, it's it's basically her like meditating on the concept of sacrifice and being pretty mm -hmm. sure that if she has a virtue, that's hers. Yeah, and uh, I think one of the most interesting things that stands out in it is is bringing up Monterey Jack, um, and uh, like how that motherfucker sacrificed himself to himself <laughs> that, mm -hmm. yeah he selfishly killed himself just to prove a point i guess well yeah to well he he couldn't make the sacrifice of continuing to live like he mm -hmm. couldn't 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 bear that burden uh and so he abandoned it uh and his children along with it <laughs> it is interesting like how how pseudo christly like pip is like she, she, she did most certainly die. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and like the 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 waxing philosophical conclusions with, but I don't think I really understood uh, sacrifice until today, the day that I died. <laughs> Cut. Open to the next section. I died. <laughs> uh, and this this which the... like. <laughs> Because this is a story that's being told retroactively. It's a very creepypasta. And then you were a skeleton. <laughs> With realistic blood eyes. And what's that behind you? Skeleton Jim. Uh, so anyway, uh, th th <laughs> this reminds her of an anecdote. <laughs> the time she fell in love. For the um, uh, Velvet Remedy was, was doing her, her first um, big uh, uh, public singing uh event as as the uh the uh best young talent uh in the in the stable uh atrium uh when apparently a uh a foal uh slipped and fell in the bathtub rendering them clinically dead uh for two minutes um and uh when when the babysitter uh uh called um velvet remedy called off her own show like like re yeah refused to, to finish the performance and went down with everybody else who who went to like go go try to check um on on the on the injured baby mm -hmm. uh and that is the moment that uh uh pip fell in love uh the 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 the, the foal was 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 spared like was 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 uh uh brought back with medical intervention uh and uh pip too is 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 quite alarmed to find herself alive and uh man what a leap of faith that was <laughs> she 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 takes a while to try and even like come to terms with like the the terms under which like she like she 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 did feel every part of her be incinerated it it wasn't great <laughs> And it doesn't mention here in the story, but we can only presume that the, the last three months of, like, rigorous torture <laughs> mm -hmm. might have been enough for her to, like, handle <laughs> this. That she is sufficiently physically and spiritually calloused to, uh, to, to psychologically survive the experience of being cooked. Mm -hmm. And then uncooked somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she, she muses at the, like nonsense of of like how like like dragon magic is apparently universally understood to be uh implausible um she also thinks about uh okay so only like spike burns a lot of stuff but only messages <laughs> reappear somewhere maybe the black book showed up in front of celestia because its whole thing is trying to be transmitted it has a message it wants to send. Maybe Pip qualifies as a message? Because maybe it works on some uh, a logic similar to the killing joke? Because uh, uh, Maj had, had, had told uh, Pip at one point that, that she is Maj's message to the Waste. Mm -hmm. So maybe that counts? <laughs> maybe um apparently like spike also like mentioned one of the anecdotes that he told the, the the crew that he had once sent an entire scroll rack tumbling onto celestia's head accidentally once it, scrolls are meant to convey information which i guess qualifies as a message 
this is all very dumb. It's but it worked. <laughs> um, and like, you know, Pinkie Pie did promise sunshine and rainbows if I could face the fire, and I seem to have done that. But now I'm in a very cold room. <laughs> she 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 finds herself in in a a, a room labeled the Winter Vestibule. Um, and it is, uh, frozen over with, um, I guess novelty ice makers <laughs> <laughs> that have been, like, unattended for 200 years and have just slowly, like, let, let frost spread, uh, beyond their intended range. And it, it's hard to tell where the, like, unintentional frost, like, uh, ends and the, like, decorative, like, frost style decorations begin uh because she can see over in the corner three blank monitors uh attached to a a set of um sort of snowflake uh shaped supports she she finds among all the bones um a a fully intact uh pegasus corpse yeah like that one from chapters ago that one from chapters ago who um well i guess spike was sending a message when he <laughs> he snorted into that um hoofdwaffen's armor burning her alive from the inside which i guess would explain why she is here um mm. for better or worse it looks like she died from shock <laughs> instead of freezing to death yeah because of some novelty ice makers I, I don't know if to uh, to to call them novelty ice. Ma they're novelty ice pillars. They're 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 thematic air conditioning. Uh, the the room is merely isn't isn't even freezing in here. It's it's just sort of um, there's 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 sort of a natural fog um, from the the excess of frost everywhere. Uh, mostly, it's the skeletons that really <laughs> spook the place up. Uh, she 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 begins trying to find a a a, a way out. Um, after closing the the eyes on this 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 Pegasus corpse, um, because her <laughs> her, her, her 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 rictus of terror is, mm -hmm. is, is getting a little bit down. She finds the 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 lock on the 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 only available door is made of cloud, which sucks ass. <laughs> Uh, but worse, the the monitors have now flickered on, and and the terrifying appearance of Nightmare Moon Ooh. informs her that you trespasser leave leave now as swiftly as our little hooves can carry you. I'm evil. Ooh. Pip is profoundly unimpressed it assumes this is like a, a pre some sort of pre-recorded message or like some sort of like rudimentary security ai um and and uh just sort of continues looking around like you know make maybe like the the the, the cloud manipulating the the, the the cloud walking spell hasn't Hopefully hasn't expired yet. If there's a cloud key, if there's a key made of cloud somewhere in here, I can she can still operate that with her teeth. Because uh, 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 despite the fact that she's she is able to to manipulate clouds with her physical body because of the cloud walking spell, her telekinesis cannot uh, interact with it. Mm -hmm. 
weird little loophole or whatever. Little Pip is 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 surprised and intrigued in in a little bit of a double whammy of like first whatever this like security AI is, it's reactive enough to to notice that she's still trying <laughs> to tell her stop that. You're wasting your time. <laughs> there is no way through this door. Her, Pip's first thought is, well, now I'm sure there's a way because you're so worried about it. And second is, wait a minute, why are you capable of worry? <laughs> um, a pair of turrets now drop down. Yep. And point at Pip. Last chance. And Pip uh, stands aground. No, <laughs> I. A lot of a lot of horses are counting on me. <laughs> There's, and besides. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> what sort of security system are are you anyway? That one, you're capable of like failing to bluff. <laughs> you're capable of trying and then failing to bluff. And also, you didn't notice that I appeared here in a in a plume of dragon fire. Like this, I I don't have a, a spare dragon in among my effects. Mm-hmm. You are not Nightmare Moon. Um, and at this point, it, it gives up and uh, assumes the appearance on the screen of Celestia. Yeah. Is is, 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 is much more um, customer-facing now. <laughs> yes. Celestia.io. Celestia.ai. Celestia.exe. <laughs> Celestia.exe. Uh, it makes it sound like it's creepy. Celestia Drowned. Yes. And you were a skeleton. <laughs> Pip begins like, wait a minute. The only way that like the, the the dragon's fire like Pip was wondering earlier that like so being transmitted is one thing, yeah. So a message is transmitted uh, uh, to a destination by the dragon fire, but that destination is Celestia. <laughs> so where is Celestia? Is is that you, Monitor? Are, are, are you, in fact, the actual Celestia? Find out that uh, Celestia... Celestia, like, suddenly realized, wait a minute, I do recognize you. You are the Pip of the Mini Vulgarities. <laughs> yeah, we never really talk about that, but, like, one of uh, Little Pip's, like, uh, defining traits is that she has very, very colorful expletives and swears. Incredibly uh, vulgar. Yes. Um, she, she swears constantly. Uh, and Well, and like, the, the, only when, when it would be really appropriate to swear, but... But she, last... she swears constantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and, and they're incredibly vulgar, which is, which is why I don't bring them up. Yeah. They're not really conducive to podcasting for a lot of reasons, but they are, like, quite, quite colorful and funny. Um, and that is, that is the main takeaway that Celestia is... <laughs> <laughs> Pip tries it begins sort of catching up uh with with Celestia that like um well uh, uh that she she Celestia um sort of relaxes her defenses a little like comes to like okay you you're Pip and you're nothing like those horrible horses that have been trying to get in here for the last 200 years and the hideous things they've 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 done to to achieve that um, 
reminded of of the uh, enclave log that we found a while back of desperately search like trying to find um rainbow dash's corpse so that they can mount her head to one of their agents and see if that will get them through mm-hmm. um uh apparently Im- implicitly nightseer has been before here before wearing luna's bones in the hopes that that would work mm-hmm. it did not <laughs> it's possible that none of these out, out outlandish gross things have worked because uh, the shield spell over this entire control center has been maintained by Celestia herself. Yeah, that, that was always what I assumed. Uh, Which means that the uh, the intended bypass probably ineffective. Uh, yeah, Celestia decides what comes and goes, and she disgu- decides nothing. <laughs> yeah, she, she's your pretty classic, like, last-minute, like, gatekeeper virtue type uh, uh, archetype. Uh, you, you must, you must determine which cup to drink from, Indiana. Uh, it turns out, (laughs) um, that she's, uh, Celestia has been up there, uh, watching over everybody, but totally incapable of doing anything about anything. Uh, at this point, we're, we're reminded of, uh, the, the morb, um, wherein, uh, Rainbow Dash, uh, said that she didn't want this automated. She she wanted an actual horse at the reins. Didn't mm-hmm. trust this like computer business. Like did didn't didn't want some some doohickey that thinks it's a horse uh, running the thing. Celestia sort of breaks down and begins apologizing to to all of horse kind by way of their representative in the form of Little Pit. Mm-hmm. Um, she feels personally responsible for the apocalypse because it all started. With a un, a deeply cruel joke, there there were three equally suitable sites for Luna's school. She chose Crescent Moon Canyon so that she could horrify Luna uh, for for a second with the thought that she was sending her students to the moon. <laughs> that is the sole reason. Which is like. Such a it's such a like actual cartoon like the actual show kind of like level uh bit uh <laughs> that I totally buy that being a real thing. Um It, it just uh, you know I, I can also buy out of this control. Sort of casual sibling cruelty. And also like yeah, as we'll sort of find out in this conversation Celestia is a little detached. <laughs> and so yeah, this it, it it all spun out like of of all the like terrible decisions he made. That was the the sort of starting gun for a a long series of mm. increasingly horrifying mistakes. Um, that that never needed to be made. But yeah, she accidentally killed a bunch of babies as a joke, starting a uh, a Nyanda genocidal war. And now yes. she's she's spent two hundred years helplessly watching all of it. Uh, Pip, Pip realizes, hey, wait a minute. Even if the computer has all of your uploaded memories, you didn't read the... Yes, it did. Of course. Page to page. Learned every spell the moment my eyes set on them. They wanted to be learned. <laughs> Pip, darling, at my age, the, the, the greatest enemy in your life is boredom. 
it's 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 a greater danger uh, even uh, than Discord ever was. She explains that she's you know she's tried to learn as much magic of of, of every kind of magic she can. Uh, she uh, she 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 learned an awful lot of draconic secrets uh, from the the dragon that Pip herself uh, today knows as Mouse. Yes. Um. Uh. She 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 knows. Uh. She she she's she's very of course yeah she, she dabbled in zebra alchemy. By dabbled, I'm sure she means that she's uh, uh horfed down libraries on the subject. And so of course <laughs> she 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 came across a, a a book teleported in front of her. Um. Filled with with knowledge that that craved to be known um a an entirely novel new form of magic she couldn't help but take a peek just a little bit um so of course when she uh Lu luna luna was very strong but still the younger sister and physically smaller she uh the the uh Pink mist, the, 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 the pink cloud took her uh, before it took Celestia. Mm -hmm. And when her little sister died, she she just didn't uh, have uh, she didn't have it in her to, to, to continue caring about what happened to the palace. And she didn't have didn't spare a thought for what would happen to the surrounding area and villages. Um, if she she stopped her vigil, um, she was she was mostly uh, keeping the the bubble up, um, in part because Luna had insisted on it. Mm -hmm. And now that she was gone, she uh, couldn't. Uh, so so she she flew away. Uh, as she she had like fled from so many things. <laughs> On her way, she uh, encountered three additional missiles on the way to Canterlot. Um, the zebras apparently had timed it. <laughs> that, that, like, that there was there was some sort of automated launch system. Once the bubble was down, three more uh, missiles were on their way to just knock the mountain over. Yeah. <laughs> to um, and she would not allow her little sister's body to be desecrated in that way. So, uh, in her rage, <laughs> she undid them. <laughs> Uh, she detonated the Merlate, um, which is uh, why uh, the most poisonous part of Equestria now exists, the Whitetail Wood. Uh, because they, they all, like, she, she in her rage, she just ca she carelessly detonated them, uh, uh, making the, the Whitetail Wood preposterously poisonous, and by extension, poisoning the uh, nearby area, such as Sweet Apple Leafers. Yeah, we we hear again from from episode one that um, looping distress call mm -hmm. uh, from from a, a a father who had who had who had already given up but was still still creating a, a message on loop to maybe save his 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 child uh, apparently for two hundred years until Pip turned that off. Uh, Celestia was hearing that on loop. Mm hmm. A, uh, in addition to everything else you could see in real time, uh, hearing forever as, as part of the systems that she had been integrated with, 
the the looping method uh, message of of a family who who died of apples that were poisoned because of her. Uh, so she 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 had she'd come all the way to this crusade mainframe in the hopes that of you know a continuing to be immortal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, As you know. uh, uh, the the now that she was out of the cloud, it she she discovered that it had still she had breathed it in long enough that it had mortally wounded her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she only had so much time left, and she figured that like win win, she could continue being immortal, and also you know, absolute dominion over the clouds, not so bad. Uh, only to discover that. Because she had given up the reins of power, she was not th- there for the meeting <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that explained that um, Rainbow Dash had demanded that the uh, the weather system be decoupled from the mm-hmm. Crusader mainframe. So now it needs a pilot. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's very, it's very, uh, 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 very uh, 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 trapped in a horrible nightmare shell uh for all of eternity very i have no mouth and must scream style uh uh um plugged into a nightmare box for 200 years and yeah this seems to be the first conversation she's had in a very very long time mm-hmm. um she also admits that like she she can't bear to look uh pretty often so, uh, with 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 all of this this talked out and explained, her and Little Pip have a good cry together. Yep. Uh, over it, um, as you do, as horses do. And uh, so she 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 ignites a uh, freestanding dragon fire bonfire uh, on the side of the room, and tells Little Pip that that is that that is the door out. Uh, if, if, if she, 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 she wants to go, she'll, she'll, will return to where Spike is. Hey, do you want the bad end, kid? <laughs> well, Pip has to, uh, pass several speech checks mm-hmm. to, to, to be dissuaded from this because, uh, Celestia has like a, a, a one, two punch argument. Like punch number one is like, I mean, like, I understand that, like, you feel maybe the need to, to sacrifice yourself for the sake of everybody, but like. You gotta watch out for number one, right? Like, you have those all those friends out there. You know, it's Look, not quite, it's not not quite will, that crass, but yeah. Well, well, she does point blank say everybody, uh, everybody you're trying to save right now will will die eventually anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't don't you want a, a more direct hand in in preserving uh, those you care most about? Little Pip is unswayed by this, and frankly, a little offended. <laughs> And so Celestia uh, sort of swerves around uh, to, well, I can tell you that um, my favorite student, uh, 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 Twilight Sparkle, like, would have... Twinkle Sprinkle. It did, tried to do this exact same thing, you know. Like, she, she uh, a, twin, uh, a Twinkle, um, uh, uh, went into the Everfree Forest uh, alone, uh, hoping to... to, to be the sole person to to um shelter uh that burden so no one else would be hurt and she wouldn't have gotten anywhere if her new friends hadn't defied her at the end mm-hmm. uh and and helped anyway 
but I, I suppose to be fair, they were her friends. And so they did, you know, they did, did trust her to like, you know, her, her judgment until she called for help. Um, and uh, ultimately, she 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 uh, uh, spins that around on Celestia and asks her, "How long have you been alone up here? About precisely as long as you think." And turns it on Celestia that like that she shouldn't have to be alone anymore. Uh, she uh, and and also like she she can't she can't bear to 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 uh, think that she is uh, happy for a single lifetime with her friends um, when so many other people who deserve that kind of happiness and friendship uh, would be left out. Yeah, I like this. Though. Like a certain someone I am talking to on a monitor right now, in fact. I, I like this, though, because I, I like when stories do this sort of thing where they present that, like, there are other options. Like, the, the, the character isn't being coerced into doing this by their circumstances. Like, they're making a conscious choice. It just... Isn't know. that familiar? It seems... Seems to be... <laughs> seems to be read like a, a like... 80 or something chapter story where where the opposite happened where where <laughs> where a where the, the protagonist was presented as 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 committing some great sacrifice when in fact there were no other options yes <clears throat> she was literally the most fated specialist person to do this and if anyone uh, did it beside her she would automatically fail so it was irrelevant uh but yeah i don't know it's it's like it's just just to to just i like i like when stories do this cuz it it's it is always good because I, I, it's always kind of a bad taste in the mouth when it's like, well, point of no return, you got to plug yourself into the nightmare box because that's just what you have to do. And I like that it's presented with other options and it actually is Little Pip's conscious choice to do this, uh, regardless of the consequences. Is it, Celestia really yeah, uh, points out that, like, we, we could plug any horse into the... <laughs> Yeah. into the cloud machine really it, it, it super doesn't have to be you yeah and 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 pip like points out yeah but like i'm the one i'm i am the one willing to shoulder that burden yeah um here and now uh and also we're running out of time um why are you so pointed about this and celestia sort of shrugs and admits i i've always been one to play favorites <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, Twilight's and and now we get a a, a confirma uh, confirmation fr from the mouth of a god yes. <laughs> um, that that, uh, all that. Um, Twilight Sparkle did in fact uh, muster the the last of her sort of spiritual will um, before fading from the world, um, very specifically to save uh, Little Pip. Uh, she went out of her way and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's Celestia's favorite student, and so like, it's it, uh, Pip has been Pip has been uh, blessed with a transitive pro property of favoriteness. Yes. <laughs> now you get the gold stars. <laughs> uh, I um, but before uh, Pip um fully makes the decision, like like you know puts puts her puts her hoof down, uh, mm -hmm. and 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 firmly decides, no, I'm doing this plug. <laughs> Uh, 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 strap me up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, uh, she like begins like giggling uncontrollably in front of Celestia, which you know, Celestia is is thrown by. <laughs> like mm -hmm. this hardly seems appropriate. 
Um, as you know, um, and I'm, I'm now reading directly from the text. I, I, I saved this uh, line of text because I thought it was important. You're laughing? I nodded, failing to stifle a chortle. Because I know if Homage was here, uh, she'd probably tell me, don't do anything too naughty with the goddess until I can figure out how to make it a threesome. <laughs> Celestia's eyes went wide as I realized I just said that aloud, and to whom my face broke into uh, the fiercest blush, but Celestia's expression caused me to collapse in laughter. You have? <laughs> An interesting mare friend. <laughs> it was all Celestia could manage to say. <laughs> and... And I got such massive patient grandma vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. She she is the all grandmother. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, well, that's different. <laughs> um. <laughs> or, well, that is different. <laughs> um. We, we sort of get get a uh, um, this is why uh, the the narration was able to break uh, into the third person so many times last chapter um, because Pip wants an update on on all of her friends. Yeah, Celestria, show me. Yes, Alexa, calamity. <laughs> Alexa, calamity live stream. So. Um, yeah, we, 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 we get some, uh, we, we, we get, uh, how everybody's doing. Um, the, uh, the heroes over at Philadelphia, um, particularly, um, uh, Lionheart and Ditsy are evacuating, uh, all the slaves out of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, uh, with the help of, of Mouse having um pretty thoroughly eradicated all the the, the swamp monsters in the, in the moat around Philadelphia mm-hmm. um just just generally being far too awesome to <laughs> to appear uh, in the story for too long uh to, well, to, to, to let the the nightmares of Philadelphia is like stop them from rescuing all these people so like a uh liberated slaves uh pouring out of Philadelphia as um as uh, spears of light uh, cut through uh, bomber wagons, mm-hmm. um, uh, Zephyr um, tending to her mother's wounds, and uh, a Zenith reeling from uh, her her daughter acknowledging uh, her as, as 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 her mother, and yeah, you know, them yeah you know, having saved each other, and so Yay. the burden of responsibility like is uh, lifted, and they can they can just have a relationship now. Godwina is talking about like you know who am I going to have as my co-counsel? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a horse. Who do we know? Life blue. <laughs> uh, Calamity uh, is is badly ban- badly wounded. Uh, he'll he'll never fly with that wing again. All the same, he's still loading up <laughs> his his flame decaled <laughs> anti-material rifle. And and back to back shooting uh, missiles and uh, and 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 fighters out of the sky uh, with with uh, uh, with with the the elderly hellhound yeah on spikes back fucking who, radical who who also has a rad eye wound like he's, he's like... <laughs> there's just a guitar riff playing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, uh, noting that they have to make it back to, to Spike's cave uh, and, and get everybody who's still there ready for the, yes, now extremely inevitable counterattack. Uh, Velvet, like, just having having a, having a ball, sort of, <laughs> amongst all this chaos. She's in this control room, uh, tending to uh, um, wounded th- or created by what's going on outside and Calamity's <laughs> adventures inside the building. <laughs> she's tending to the wounded, and, and between triaging and stabilizing people, she's going back to the mic to sing <laughs> to the entire wasteland. Yes. Just living her best life. Yeah fantastic character frankly uh the the alicorns are are shoveling all the 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 the, the wounded or otherwise paralyzed hoofed waffen into, into bubbles uh and and pip realizes that you know she's all right she's put it on long enough also i just want to say one um, thing really quick i really love the genre bashing that that specifically foe does with certain elements because i love that in this setting the fallers the apocalypse are staffed primarily with super mutants <laughs> that's just a very fun image it's just take it take audience take a moment to imagine a super mutant in a lab coat you're welcome i mean there's a it's not that's not hard that hard with dudes like marcus and such yeah uh but i, I mean like the, the 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 setting of Fallout would be in a much better place if if that were the case. <laughs> like the followers of Apocalypse would be very difficult to fuck with. <laughs> uh and hard not to take very seriously <laughs> as a uh power wherever they set up shop. Uh you mean the book nerds and their their large <laughs> Book nerd friends with the <laughs> who one hand miniguns. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh oh. Uh, uh um. We get a, a view of of Rockopolis. Uh, uh, Rockopolis, <laughs> where where homage is is, is set up shop. Uh, a no Philly signs, <laughs> a, a no Phillies allowed sign, uh, toward the bottom. Uh, uh, leading up to it, uh, this is apparently the cave that uh, Homage had mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. where where she intends to take uh, plenty of long, luxurious baths in the end view of the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes a, one look at the the, the tower, uh, pointing at her, and uh, mouths, I love you, little Pip. Mm, uh, little Pip almost breaks down crying and realizes, oh yeah, she... She she wasn't fucking around. She 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 knows these towers really intimately. So much so that she knows when precisely she's being observed by them. Um oh I forgot to mention that she uh does does just the the, the most fucking wild move. Um <laughs> uh, like you know that like little Pip has become very hardened by the wasteland. <laughs> mm-hmm. When she she takes a a uh a uh sunset sarsaparilla bottle. Drinks it down, smashes it open, cuts herself with it, and uses the the blood to pin a message <laughs> that she hurls at the fire. <laughs> Still alive. What a fucking, <laughs> Go on without me. What a fucking image. <laughs> uh, this tiny gay goblin's so hardcore. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Christ. 
It's unless you're it's unless he doesn't bat a bat an eyelash at the, at this scene, or at least not as far as the narrative tells us. Yeah. So so, anyways, what happens next? Uh, so so she 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 lays out all of her favorite stuff, uh, her porn morb, uh, that a coke bottle full of um baby ashes. Mm-hmm. From from that time that a baby uh, was disintegrated in front of her uh, in in Freedom City, um, the remains of Calamity's hat, yeah, the hat, uh, which which was damaged a couple chapters ago, and I forgot to mention it, but like yeah, uh, Calamity's trusty Desperado was was mortally wounded in in the in the line of duty. Yeah, but now Little Pip has it, and so she's she's left it in front of uh, her pod, which will which will now be her eternal resting place. Yeah, um, this, but one last this moment like really like I it is always like rough for me because it always makes me like ball because there's just this like sort of finality to it where the character isn't dying, but like they're effectively disposing themselves from being effectively alive either. And this kind of like weird, I have all these mementos from my friends and stuff is just like very emotional. Uh, it's it's very powerful. Uh, but, uh, Celestia helps her do one more thing before she, um, uh, plugs herself into the pod and strikes the final blow of this awful war. She wants to, she wants to record a message <laughs> for the wasteland out there. Everybody is going to be very confused and <laughs> disoriented and frightened <laughs> when, uh, when, when the cloud opens. Um, and, and especially the Pegasi, who will be perhaps deeply confused and offended and... Everybody deserves to know, like, what the, the, the series of improbable events that led us to this point. And so she wants to pin, pin a message, a big one. And since the Crusader mainframe is capable of absorbing an entire uh, a lifetime of memories in, in, uh, in, in less than a day, surely it can handle three months. Uh, and so she, she, she plugs on the helmet. And begins thinking. If I'm going to tell you about the adventure of my life, explain how uh, I got to this place with these people, and why I did what I'm about to do next, I should probably start by explaining a little bit about Pip Books. Yeah. We've what, come full circle. What a beautiful bookend, honestly. Like it's <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite moments in all of uh, Follow Equestria, is that, um, is the actual like context into which the story is being told is finally revealed and it's this kind of like i don't know it's it's it i struggle to explain how much i love this i guess um uh it's but it's a beautiful moment uh i agree yeah like this chapter is quite good in general but these last little sort of like moments are just like absolutely like devastating emotionally and they're very powerful and cathartic uh if you're already like if you're already sold on this like i am then like it's just it's all gravy um uh, i i do enjoy the the reason for the memoir mm-hmm. that like in, in in the first episode of this part of the podcast in in the shapudin section of the, the the podcast um i noted like my exhilaration with like the first two paragraphs mm-hmm. yes of the story and and like you know that's part of why i felt that read to like read it again um mm. like out loud 
because I, I was the, the very first thing that hooked me is the mystery of like, huh, okay, so this is this is self-intentionally like a sort of diary that mm -hmm. like this is this is this is being written uh by a person who is who is uh, uh just finished experiencing all this adventure and for a purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, something she wants to communicate. Now we we find that uh at long last. The the, the context for that decision. And mm. it's a it's an interesting one. It's it's yeah. it's not you know just sort of a self-aggrandizing like you know I want to tell you how cool I am. Um, the world is is <laughs> the world is going to become a much more confusing place in very short order, and I would like everyone to know um, have some context. Yeah. Um, did you have to include the part uh, where you masturbated to your friend though, little Pip? Did you though? You see, that's the funny thing, <laughs> and we'll get into that in the epilogue. Next episode, because uh, this 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 was one of our shorter chapters. Yeah. Um, but we were, it, we were debating back and forth whether or not we were going to do like the epilogue and like ten years after like part as its own episode, or if we're going to cover this one uh, all in one. But go. I, but I I think that's that's better saved for for the big wrap up because the 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 epilogue and the. Um, where are they now? Subsidiary epilogue. Yeah. Um. Uh. Both. Um. Both are sort of yeah reflective on the thing and like yeah. You know, um. Are 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 sort of a home run dance, a, a, a victory lap. Yeah. I mean, this was kind of so, a victory lap into itself as well. We're actually like technically not done. I don't think. Or did we? Does it actually end with her? Place? That's that. No. That it, yeah. it, the 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 closing the closing line. Yeah, I'm, of, I'm confusing. Of chapter forty five is. Is is the 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 the, the, the recitation of the first one? <laughs> yeah, the beginning. Yeah. Um, um, oh, um, uh, here's here's the thing that I I, I noted down very specifically. Uh, direct quote from the text: Never did learn what finally happened to Rainbow Dash. Uh, the little pony in my head mused, probably for the best. It's good uh, there are still some mysteries. <laughs> Slap the taste out of Sombra's mouth. Just. <laughs> Uh man, uh, fuck. Do we want to like mention the fact that like uh the little the little gremlin like wrote about this final chapter? Like, oh yeah, he commented on 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 uh no the the, the chapter before chapter forty four. He commented on chapter forty four and whined about two things. One, he he didn't like the the asynchronous like telling the 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 um uh, detachment from from you know. Uh, chronological time mm -hmm. and also he wanted there to be a final boss like he wanted there to be like a like a, a baron von enclave mm -hmm. uh boss fight yes they uh, wanted hitler uh, and a robot uh when like the i i don't know how much more clearly k-cat could have been that the final fight was against the wasteland itself i mean also if you want to be like specific it, the final fight happened like with red eye and yeah but it, like k-cat actually responded to this message and was ridiculously diplomatic in, yeah. in their language to somber um and 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 defended themselves um quite rightly mm -hmm. <laughs> like and more than adequately um that uh the 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 time displacement was important because otherwise it just wouldn't work it would be like two like you know two-thirds people talking in rooms to to each other and then just like a a a, a an explode a vomit of of violent action mm -hmm. at, at the end and it, it just the pacing would just be awful 
Um, and furthermore, Sombra would later go on to try to recreate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Badly. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other thing is that, like, the big... You, you had your big boss fight last checked. Yeah. <laughs> like, introducing a new... Like, like having a yet another like big final confrontation with some individual person uh, would 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 just detract mm-hmm. uh, from from everything else they were trying to do. And now I feel bad about addressing that person because uh, I want to uh, t- take a look at our email from 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 Luke. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Jingles has been like impatiently uh, uh, jingling and swerving. Um. So so let's read this this email uh, real quick. Uh, answer answer the big question at the end of it, and uh, and and then wrap up. Yeah. Uh, so that we can uh, get into our hyperbolic time chambers and uh, uh, flee into the future of next next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 a big wrap up. Talk about the 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 epilogues and um and and our our takeaways. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, too weird and fi. Hello. Discovered your podcast by chance recently, Hello. and have spent the. <laughs> And have spent the last few weeks listening through all of it. Uh, so I thought I'd send you an email uh, and let you know how much I've been enjoying it. I read through Project Horizons uh, as it was originally coming out, initially just out of wanting more FOE. <laughs> and then as it went on, continue reading out of morbid curiosity to see where this truly deranged <laughs> piece of writing would go. This story and its more troubling this story and its more troubling and or baffling aspects have stuck in my mind ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and then, uh, something would remind me of PH and I would find myself reflecting <laughs> back on it, struggling to put together words and thought, uh, uh, words or thoughts needed to explain it. Hence why I appreciate so much your podcast and the opportunity to hear the two of you offer up a structured chapter by chapter critical perspective on exactly what <laughs> Uh, is just so wrong and awful about PH. All the bad writing, all the confusing plots, all the ways the story goes off the rails, all the wasted potential, all the reactionary politics, all the uh, attempted retconning of the original, all of the really grotesque, upsetting parts, everything. Eventually, I also enjoyed listening to you uh, go back to the original FOE. I've been rereading parts alongside... uh, new podcast episodes coming out and i've been pleasantly surprised to discover the uh, silly pastel horse story i read a decade ago uh has actually been like good the whole time <laughs> thank you for sitting down and recording this uh show every week and offering both insightful and genuinely fun funny commentary on uh such a niche topic i look forward to hearing you talk about the last uh, couple chapters of the original and uh whatever you cover afterwards i believe at some point you mentioned uh doing heroes next it's the only one of the big five and seemingly a lot of the others <clears throat> never read and i think it'd be interesting to hear what it has going for it i don't have any foe fix to recommend as uh all the ones i've read a you've already mentioned previous episodes b uh read them nearly a decade ago and don't remember them much uh but that being said i would like to recommend uh my favorite piece of fan fiction the things by renowned science fiction author peter watts it's a John Carpenter's The Thing, but from the perspective of the tenular thing, mm-hmm. a deeply unsettling work of cosmic horror that manages to explore the same themes of alien psychology and biology, religion, expansionism, and colonialism. Uh, 
Watts, The Things, uh, really exemplifies the power of fan fiction, and transformative works elevate the source material and make you appreciate it in new ways. Uh, while being compelling in their own right, uh, it's also shorter uh, than the uh, Project Horizon, <laughs> than a single Project Horizons chapter. Uh, so it has that going for it, too. I suppose I'm going to ask uh, a, a question. Uh, it would be, I suppose, if I'm going to ask a question, it would be, do the two of you have any favorite pieces of fan fiction uh, that isn't uh, the colorful horse show. Thanks again for con uh, constructing your 100-hour monument to all of somber sins. Finally, I can uh, begin to purge PH from my mind and forget <laughs> I ever read it. Holy shit, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. In transmission. Uh, and that's the last we heard of them. Uh, uh, Captain uh shit yeah it's actually kind of funny how like eerily similar your experiences are to mine uh dear reader uh because like yeah i think that like the only way that people end up reading this to completion is but out of like sheer morbid curiosity like just bile fascination like oh, okay get that bad right uh you think to yourself every chapter uh as you read along it um i'm actually kind of struggling to think about like fan fiction that like i really liked that isn't also specifically the horse show because like i the vast bulk of fan fiction that i've read is the funny horse show um that i enjoyed quite a bit well uh take some time to meditate on it because i have a, a clear and specific answer cool. it also have to stop recording very soon yes um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, truth be told, this, this, this entire exercise has been very challenging for me, uh, because my ADD is so crippling that reading is extremely difficult. Yeah, we're very proud of you um, for, for managing to muscle through it. Uh, like, I, I, I've mostly, like, I, if I'm going to read something, it can only be in a, in a very hyper fixation mode, where, like, I feverishly do nothing but reading it to the exclusion of, you know, eating and stuff. <laughs> And so this, you know, start and stop, like, it, it's been very difficult to, like, we've, we've been a little late sometimes. I'm getting distracted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, I, um, uh, that combined with um, fully ab absorbing for most of my life the stigma against fan fiction, that, like, um, the all fan fiction is, is, is innately uh, some sort of low art um has has put me off of like consuming f fan fiction broadly mm -hmm. yeah so like I, I don't easily read for recreation and also if i was to read a thing it wouldn't be a fanfic mm -hmm. that said uh during the lost days of tumblr um very early before they went to seed <laughs> or whatever you would call it um i i uh, uh consumed a lot of fan content for uh steven universe and undertale mm -hmm. uh like I, I i i got a lot out of people like expanding on like mm -hmm. it, with the case of undertale it's a very limited story and like only has so many things to say and uh, uh leaves lots of room for speculation so there's yeah there's lots of fertile ground there for like creative people to do stuff with it mm -hmm. um and elaborate on stuff and steven universe has um other problems <laughs> Mm -hmm. related to pacing and not really anyways not really fulfilling a lot of promises yeah. um but and so yeah that, that, i i went to a lot of, uh, it, it also helps that it was mostly in the form of comics yeah which are a lot of more so, consumable, uh, for sure 
yeah, uh, comics are much more easy for 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 my goblin brain to to to, to process than than just a a, a big uh, sea of words. Um, so along those lines, the the piece of fanfic that I would recommend that that's really drawn me in is I think it's called the Tale of Two Rulers. It is a Zelda fanfic. Um, oh, that, I think I know that one. Yeah, it's 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 it is about um, uh, what if in one timeline. <laughs> In in one incarnation of of the three destined people, uh, Zelda decided to preemptively stop the war with Ganon by marrying him. Yeah, it's and good it's stuff. Yeah. it's a rom com. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I remember this one quite well. It's still going. Um, I was surprised to find. Of course it is. Um, uh, and so, yeah, that would be my recommend. That 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 would be mm-hmm. the the it, it, if if I were to to give a favorite fanfic um, that did not involve uh, small pastel horses, mm-hmm. it would be that one. Yeah, uh, because it, it 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 does such creative stuff exploring like the deep lore <laughs> of Zelda in a way that Nintendo never ever will mm-hmm. or should. Uh, so. Uh, Thank you for first for for sending us a really great uh, email, Luke. Um, I did have an answer, by the way. I figured out what it was. If we're counting comics, right, I'm going to say Scoop and Shag is like my favorite fan fiction thing that isn't funny. Horses. Very strong, incredibly Very strong good. pick. I can't explain it. You just have to kind of read it. It's yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for Cartoon Network. Uh, bear with it. Bear 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 through the the first few chapters uh, before it. Uh, gets weird before it awakens it's true and yes. transcendent power yeah, before it activates as a bali who um <laughs> uh, but yeah but as uh so our, our various twitters are incredibly not safe for work uh at thou art fly the uh considerably more safe for work at weirdington e uh email us like our hero of the week luke yeah especially since we're doing our wrap up uh, it'd be great to get some epi- like some chat like questions no pressure but you know it's always cool getting to WeirdingtonESQ at gmail.com. Uh, black lives continue to matter uh, in spite of uh, the powers that be trying to uh, convince you otherwise. Also unionize, <laughs> unionize motherfuckers. Uh, get uh, organized. As, yeah. Uh, one big union uh, is, is, the, is the big ultimate goal. Let's <laughs> reach for the stars. Um, onward to, to sunshine, sunshine and, and rain. rain.